Hello there, friend. This is Jerry Tyson in the Beacon's Light. Make sure you get your all-access pass to the online Summer Prophecy Conference to take place July 30th through August the 7th. The online conference is on demand. That means that you can watch when you want, where you want, and as often as you want between July 30th and August the 7th. Get your all-access pass and learn from Billy Crone, Todd Friel, Bill Federer, Greg Patton, Bob Cornuke, Larry Spargimino, Michael Smith, Rabbi Kurt Schneider, Dr. Kenneth Hill, and James Collins. Hours and hours of prophecy teaching that you don't want to miss. The Summer Prophecy Conference, online and on demand. Get your all-access pass today. Visit swrc.com. That's swrc.com and click on Conferences. You can also register by calling 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Again, in the beacon's beam is a lighthouse. Jody and I have traveled far and wide looking for and photographing many of the lights on the U.S. and Canadian shores and beyond. That rewarding experience led to compiling a variety of thoughts that coincide with some of the characteristics of the lighthouse. At 210 feet high, thrust far out into the ocean on a delicate spit of land known as the Outer Banks of North Carolina, Cape Hatteras Lighthouse is the tallest brick lighthouse in the United States and the second tallest in the world. One would never think its focal plane actually only makes it the 15th highest light in the U.S., but because it's built nearly at sea level and others are on ground level, or hillsides, that is the reality. An inefficient earlier lighthouse was erected in 1803, the current one in 1870. Later, it was the first U.S. light to be fitted with the first order Fresnel lens and noteworthy and newsworthy as a survivor in its battle against the elements. Cape Hatteras is one of the two U.S. lights to have black and white candy cane stripes. What sets the two apart is Hatteras has a black light room at the top and St. Augustine, Florida is red. It's been featured on the occasional series of lighthouses honored on U.S. postage stamps and is almost always included in photo sets of lighthouses. The distinct barber pole daymark is also repeated by the Lake Michigan White Shoal Light, which is red and white. If you have ever visited Cape Hatteras and were brave enough to climb the 268 steps to the top of this equivalent of a 14-story building and had time to catch your breath before venturing out onto the balcony at the top, you found the need to catch it again, as on a clear day the view is stunning. Over the years, shoreline erosion was taking a great toll on the space between the water's edge and the lighthouse's base. 
Large rubber sand-filled bladders were placed near the base in hopes of holding the sea back. You can guess how well that worked. It seemed to be a losing battle. There were those who said, let nature take its course. Most likely, steady erosion or a direct hit by a hurricane would have toppled it if it had not been moved in the summer of 1999. That light was lifted from its base and moved on a fabricated series of railroad tracks for over a half mile to safety, just in time, as Hurricane Dennis menaced the Outer Banks later that summer and might have taken the light down. Many preservationists believe Hurricane Isabel surely would have taken it down in September of 2003. But by then, it was safely secured and well inland. The huge granite blocks that form a circle representing the light's original location were tossed around like mere pebbles in the fury of Isabel. The Cape Hatteras Lighthouse is one of the tallest masonry structures ever moved, 210 feet tall and weighing 5,000 tons. Nearby, the warm Gulf Stream ocean currents collide with the colder Labrador current, creating ideal conditions for powerful ocean storms and sea swells. They form the sandy thrust into the ocean near Buxton, North Carolina. It's interesting to see how a legitimate need is ignored until someone important is impacted. When in 1794, Alexander Hamilton's ship carrying him to the United States nearly sank, he championed the erection of the first light. In those days, the average of ships passing through the area was nearly one per night, and without the aid of our modern navigation aids, the lights along the coast were a necessity. Since its move, it has been relit to shine long into the future, warning ships of the extensive diamond shoals that have taken at least 600 ships, and according to some estimates, over 2,000 to their ruin in what is rightfully called the Graveyard of the Atlantic. GPS and other aids no longer make it necessary for shipping, but the iconic tower and its aircraft beacon would be greatly missed if the light was not still shining. Can you see a message for ordinary humans from this extraordinary light? When threatened by the storms of life, we can be driven by the wind and tossed, or we can move out of harm's way. When any temptation to sin comes to us in one of its many forms, flee from it at all cost. And he shall make thee like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. That's verses 3 through 6 of Psalm 1. When younger, I had the privilege of working at WBYO-FM in Boyertown, Pennsylvania. Dave Hendricks, the owner of the station, had written several songs, but one has stood the test of time and seems well fitted to our thinking here. Great old song. 
The darker the night, the brighter the light shines. I'm walking with Jesus, the light of the world. Yes, he is the light. In him is no darkness. The darker the night, the brighter the light when I walk with him. Sailors of old depended on the lights that were found along our coastal shores. On a cloudless night, the beam of light was their guide to harbor and safety. Jesus is our guide today and will be there to help us reach the safety of heaven's shore. In the Beacon's Light is a production of Beacon Street Media. Feel free to contact us at www.swrc.com. This is Jerry Tyson reminding you that when we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanseth us from all sin. In the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanses us from all sin.